Welcome to the Audit 15 Fund podcast. My goal with this podcast is to bring relevant internal audit topics to the table at least every 15 days. Today, we're going to be talking about total quality auditing. And to talk about that topic, I have the honor to have as my guest, Amanda Jo Irvin. She is the president of Audit Consulting Education, LLC. Welcome, Joe, to the podcast. It's an honor to have you on. Thank you, John. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Absolutely. So you wrote a book titled <laughs> Total Quality Auditing, which I think it's very thought provoking. I had a chance to start reading. I didn't finish reading it, but I think it's very thought provoking. And I think it's a great topic for internal auditors to learn about. So the premise of the book or quality auditing, it's a mix between internal audit and total quality management, right? One of the Correct. principles that you discuss in the book, and, and I'll quote here, that excellence should not be inspected in or audited in. Can you expand on that premise, what it means? Because I think when I read, I'm like, this makes total sense, but I want <laughs> the listeners to hear from you. Sure. Yeah. So uh, if, if you don't know anything about total quality management or don't remember from school, uh, it is basically this idea that W. Edwards Deming came up with that said in order to have a world class successful organization, you need to throw out the inspection department. And that sounds super, super scary for us as auditors, because I think there is a lot of auditors out there that literally think that they are the inspection department for their organization. Uh, what Deming's whole principles were based on was that quality needs to be within the process. It needs to be controlled. All of these things that we love as auditors. But one of my favorite quotes is he says, after the fact, inspection is too late it's ineffective and it's too costly. In other words, it catches things way after we need it to. And so when I started thinking about that being the overall premise of TQM, that you know is really our overall premise of internal auditing. And how can we shift from only doing after the fact reactive auditing to more proactive, you know, during these system development projects, during these changes within our organization, how can we get involved make the process and the controls better along the way versus coming in a year later and saying, oops, you did that wrong. So really that is the entire, the, the entire premise of it. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I love that you, what you mentioned there, and there's an example in the book, which is you have a TQM there's it started with the car manufacturers or it was big with car manufacturers. And it's like, they don't want the car to get to the, the finish line and have some sort of fault or some sort yes. of like error. So yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, I mean, that's the whole point is that car companies like Ford were having $3 billion in losses because they were letting things go through the assembly line, essentially not stopping the process along the way to make it better. And so that, that's the whole idea. Deming said, you can't wait until the end, you know, so you can't, inspect in quality, you got to get there along the way. And so that's kind of how I feel about auditing as well. We will add more value to our organizations if we are literally doing a little more than auditing. So doing some consulting, all that other stuff along the way, getting more involved versus just coming in at the end. Yes, absolutely. And I'll still just hear from your book too. You said the goal of auditing <laughs> should be for people to 
have less auditing. Yes, yes. The goal yes. should be to do less audits, right? <laughs> um, I always say that I think the best internal audit leaders out there are are working their darndest to literally work themselves out of a job. I mean, <laughs> you know, we want to make our organization so good that they don't need us anymore. Or they're going to need us, but to need us in a different capacity, to want to, you know, I'm going to use air quotes here, hire us to do other more valuable things, work on those consulting projects where they would hire fancy, expensive, you know, Six Sigma consultants to come in and review end-to-end processes. Those are things that I think internal audit can do. We just aren't usually looked upon for those things. Yes, absolutely. 100% agree. Okay, so... Back to the book here again, uh, there's another quote that I loved, and it said, the real value added by internal audit is the interpretation of the information and the prediction of future events. So it's not just the information that we share, but it's the insight that we provide with the information. So as I was reading that, I I was kind of thinking, okay, that makes total sense. However, for those who are kind of starting out in the profession, that may be a challenge, right? Because maybe don't they don't have enough business uh, experience, enough business acumen, enough industry experience. For those auditors who are starting out and want to graduate from being an auditor to a trusted advisor, what would be your recommendation? So the main thing that I'm getting at here is that I've seen too many traditional audit functions where all they're doing is, you know, finding the problem and putting it in the audit report. You know, they're in the find the problem business. And there are so many, um, there's so many great books out there on audit, but I'm going to just say, you know, or quote or, or refer to one, Richard Chambers wrote Agents of Change. And in that book, what I love about that book is how he has quotes from audit clients. And one of the clients said, we already know things are broken. What we need is someone to help us fix things. And that to me is this classic client, you know, overarching theme that I've heard throughout my career over 18 years, you know, they, they tend to know the problem. So being just in the find the problem business isn't adding value. What, what will make us add value is going above and beyond saying, here's some ideas where I think you could solve this problem or fix the problem. So it's that shift in mindset. And I know that can be daunting for new people because finding the problem is is what we think of when we think of an auditor. That's that's kind of, I feel like, our, maybe our ultimate uh, or our initial training. That's what we're doing. But I think, you know, I know for me, when I had an audit team, we actually used to performance manage our auditors based on efficiency ideas or improvement ideas or something outside of just finding a problem. It's finding a way that this area that you're auditing can just be better. And so I think it's just shifting your your mindset. Uh, It's definitely not something anybody could do it. You know, it's just thinking about it a little bit differently. So if you were going to go into this area that you were originally going to audit and say, instead of auditing to find problems, I want to review to find improvement opportunities you are still going to find something to recommend because everybody can be better. I don't think anybody is, you know, the best they can be. And so I feel like it's just that mindset shift. So I think everybody can do it. It's just a matter of kind of putting on a different hat maybe 
uh, and thinking about your job as a consultant versus an auditor all the time. Yes, yes. Great idea on performance metrics, evaluating on the ideas that they bring to the table on efficiency, opportunities right. for improvement. So that's a, it's a great takeaway here for the auditors. Yeah. Uh, last question here. So another uh, total quality management and total quality auditing principle that you discuss in the book, which is the elimination of waste. <laughs> yes. Which I, you know, it's like the, the, the lean principle, right? Let's yeah, not do lean, more than yeah. what we need. Absolutely. So in your opinion, uh-huh. in the internal audit profession or function or departments within organizations, where is the biggest waste and what can we do to eliminate it? Okay, so I got out my list of the eight types of waste, and I won't uh, I won't go through all of them, but I, it was really hard for me to pick a favorite because I do think there are multiple areas of opportunity here. Um, one that I'm going to just stick with, if it's okay with you, I might do a couple, but the first one I want to do is overproduction. And the reason I picked that one is because I think there are a lot of auditors that are doing way more audit procedures than are necessary during an audit. We are not truly focusing on the key risks. We are still stuck in this traditional mindset of we've got to get coverage, you know, whether that's the whole of the whole area we're auditing or even of the whole company. I've I've worked with clients where I'm like, we got to throw that word coverage out the window because it's not about coverage. It's about looking at the right risks at the right time, uh, you know, all of that, I call it just-in-time auditing. That's, you know, going back to TQM principles and manufacturing. But I think that there is just, um, you know, there's a lot of overlap sometimes and things that management's already doing that, you know, we just need to get involved in. We don't need to to necessarily audit at that time. And and so I think this, this idea of overproduction, um, there's definitely some, some, opportunities to eliminate waste there. Um, Another one, there's a couple actually, you know, if you think about the traditional forms of waste, a lot of them we eliminated with the pandemic, doing a lot more virtual. So things like uh, wait times or transportation or motion in between offices. I know, uh, you know, previous to the pandemic, I would have said auditors need to pick up the phone and call a client versus schedule a meeting for next week. But I think with the virtual environment, we're getting a little bit better about that. Um, But I would say another one that I think is huge is over-processing. So when you think about, I always have my trainees do an exercise that's actually from TQM that is a, a value stream map. So if you were to try to list every procedure within one of the audits that you're doing, and then literally make a check mark next to the ones that are truly adding value to your client, you would be amazed how little you check mark because documenting those work papers and spending hundreds of hours on a report, those things are not adding value to your client, your audit, auditee, your customer, however you want to think of them. And so you've got to go through this process to say, where am I just over processing what we do? Taking and tying too many work papers. I was just working with a client where, you know, I looked at a work paper and the PDF was literally, there were so many red marks. I couldn't even tell what the document was. And so it's it's that idea of you're doing too much of that internal work that isn't helping the organization. And so how can you limit that waste? 
Um, and one of my favorite things to say, and this is kind of just a little aside note on the report, is it's not the report that's your product. And a lot of auditors go, what? That's our, you know, that's what we give at the end of the day. But it's not the report. It is the information. It's those insights within the report that you are communicating to management. It's not the form. It's the substance. And so I think a lot of auditors get lost in that form. And that is a huge, uh, huge place where we have some waste. Yes, great, great points. And I love what you said there that, you know, the value, where is the value created, right? That's just, just focus on that versus on all the tick marks and here and there and all the uh, internal procedures that we have within, you know, audit, just like where is truly the value being added here to the business? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yes. Thank you so much for your time, Joe, uh, participating in the podcast. For those who are interested in learning more about total quality auditing or just the services that you provide, what is the best way for them to reach out to you? Sure. I, I would love to connect with anybody on LinkedIn. So um, look for Amanda Joe Irvin on LinkedIn. Joe is in quotes because I go by my middle name um, or my website www.auditconsultingeducation.com. So um, you can always find me um, through the contact form on there as well. All the books, including TQA, are on the website. Awesome. I will include them in the show notes. So thank you so much again.